Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. This episode is going to be a replay of my Instagram live for those of you who could not make it. If you don't know, every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and every Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I get on Instagram live at the Christian Bay underscore and I give a word on Fridays and we have Bible study and Q&A on Wednesday night. I would love for you to join me. If you would like to sow into this word, you can sow at my cash app, which is dollar sign the Christian Bay or my PayPal, which is the Christian Bay at gmail.com. Let's get into the episode. Scraps of faith, like y'all know, like scraps of food, like when you don't have a lot of food. Tonight, we're talking about scraps of faith. I'm going to read the word and then I'm going to pray. Okay. We come from the book of Matthew chapter 15 verses 21 through 28. And it says the faith of a Gentile woman. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him, pleading, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. For my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her severely. That torments her severely. But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to go away, they said. She is bothering us with all of her begging. Then Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep and the people of Israel. But she came and worshiped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. Jesus responded, it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, that's true, Lord. But even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath their master's table. Dear woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. All right, y'all. Let's pray really quickly. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for allowing us to have the opportunity to be here tonight, Father God. I pray that you decrease me and increase you, Father God. I pray that you allow your Holy Spirit to overflow out of me, Father God. I pray that every word that leaves my mouth is laced with your presence, Father God, and that it reaches every person on this live, Father God, to their place of brokenness, Father God, to their place of darkness, Father God, and gives them a new bold faith that activates everything that you have stored up in your king- kingdom for them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, y'all. Title, Scrap of Faith. Yes, that's the title, Scraps of Faith. So I was really excited to dive into this just because I didn't like the way Jesus didn't respond to her. Like if y'all, if y'all heard when I said in verse 23, it said Jesus gave her no reply and not even a word. So when I was reading that, I was just like, well, Jesus was kind of being a little, he was being a little mean. So the first thing that if you guys are taking notes, the title is Scraps of Faith. And the first thing that I want to explain to y'all is the background. So in the beginning, it says that um, Jesus arrived there and it starts off by saying a Gentile woman went up to him. Now, it's important to understand that a Gentile was not a Jew. Jesus was a Jew. So the Gentile and the Jews kind of didn't get along. So the fact that they mentioned she was a Gentile, that's kind of giving us some background because Gentiles and Jews was 
wasn't really like they wasn't game. So the fact that she was bold enough to come to Jesus, that spoke enough in itself because my people don't even really rock with your people like that. And I, I'm not from your side of the town. So the fact that she had enough boldness and enough faith to come to Jesus, that spoke volumes in itself. So in spite of her not even being a Jew, in spite of her being a Gentile, she still went to Jesus because her daughter was possessed with the demon. So the first thing that I wrote down was that this Gentile woman had to put her pride to the side. So I said, if there's anybody on here that's struggling with pride, God will allow pain to set you free from that. She had to make up her mind and she had to decide, am I going to allow the fact that I'm a Gentile and allow the fact that this is my pride and this is who I am, keep me from getting to him? I understand that my blessing is attached to him. I understand that he's a healer. So we all are going to get to a point in our life where we have to decide whether we want our blessing or whether we want our pride. Because what we often forget is that God sends blessings through other people. And it may be that person that you don't like, or it may be that boss that you're not too crazy about that has their blessing. God will place your blessing in them because pride is not a characteristic of God. Pride and ego, that's not of God. That's something of this world. So you have to understand that if you want to walk according to God's will, if you want the promises of God, he's going to deal with that eventually. So that's what this Gentile woman was experiencing. She had to put her pride to side, to the side and go to Jesus, who was a Jew, and ask him to help her daughter get healed. So the next thing that I wrote down was verse 23, when Jesus did not reply to her. Y'all, it literally says, but Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. So basically like, Basically, like she wasn't even talking to him. And what I wrote down was that I wanted to put it into perspective for y'all. All right. So think about it like this. It's some girls and it's some guys on here. So if you're a girl, think about a guy that you like. Or if you're a guy, think about a girl that you like. So POV, this point of point of view, right? This is somebody that you like. And you finally decide to put your pride aside and go up and say hi to him. Or you finally decide to put your pride aside and send a text. And then they leave you on red. <laughs> or you finally decide to put your pride aside and go walk up to him and say hi and it says Jesus gave her no reply not even a word now I don't know about y'all but if I decide to put my pride aside and walk up to somebody and say something and they don't say a word they don't say anything back I'm not saying anything else I'm done. Like, <laughs> I have no more words for you because I already put my pride aside and came and spoke to you in the first place. We don't even rock like that. Like, we're not even from the same side of the hood. And I'm putting my pride aside to come speak to you. And you have the audacity to not say a word. It says that Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. <laughs> not even a word. So what I said was, at, that he basically act like she didn't say anything. And then, y'all, it gets better. It says, he gave her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her, go away, they said. She is bothering us with all her begging. So this is homeboys. So you don't put your pride to the side, <laughs> to the side, to go say something to him. And he ignores you and act like you didn't say anything. And then his homeboys start talking about you. This ain't even got nothing to do with y'all because I wasn't talking to y'all in the first, y'all, the home, Jesus homeboys jumped in and was like, she's getting, they said, I'm gonna read it verbatim. Okay, y'all, because the Bible, this is kind of, this kind of hood, y'all. 
hey god it's me again <laughs> this said tell her go away they said she is bothering us with all of her begging me i would have been done you ain't got you ain't got to worry about it i'm not gonna ask you for nothing else i don't want nothing from you i don't have nothing else to say you got your your little ugly friends with you they talking trash but forget both of y'all i'm not saying nothing to you i'm not saying nothing to them i would gracefully take my walk of shame and walk away that's what my pride would lead me to do but as we continue it says verse 24 says then Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. Verse 25. But she came and worshiped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. Do you have this type of faith? Because we can all agree that, you know, okay, putting your pride aside, that's already hard in itself. But can you put your pride aside in the face of rejection? Because not only did Jesus ignore her, but she got, he got people with him that's talking about her. You know, like when you start praying and asking God for stuff and you start fasting and you really believing in something and you kind of scared of this thing now because it's like God not moving as quick as you want him to move and you praying and it feels like you're not getting no answer. And then you got people around you that's talking down like you crazy for even believing this in the first place. So now you're like, God, why you got me out here looking crazy? Like I came to you in faith. I came to you boldly. I put my pride aside to come to you. And one, you're not responding to me, but two, you got these people talking about me. You got them talking about me. So how, how do your faith respond in that type of situation? How would your faith respond? Because it says this Gentile woman, this woman that wasn't even a Jew, this woman that Jesus did not only ignore when he finally did speak, he still rejected her. He said, I did not come. He said, I did not come to help God. I came to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. Basically, I'm not here for you. I did not come. For you i did not come to save you so basically you wasting your voice because you're not who i was sent here for but does your does your faith have enough power or is your faith forward enough to change the mind of god can your faith get god's attention because because we can look at it from our pride perspective because that's what we're doing right now when if you're thinking about it from our perspective our perspective is jesus you really trying me you trying me because first you ignored me then when you responded you rejected me and your homeboys talking trash too so you trying me but that's that's the perspective that the world would tell us to have this woman i believe she had a spiritual perspective you want to know why because she was making progress you gotta you gotta flip your perspective you have to flip your perspective to a spiritual lens want to know why she was making progress because at first it says jesus gave her no reply not even a word now he's saying full sentences so me still being here, my faith is actually getting some progress, even though it looks like I'm losing, even though it looks like I'm losing. It looks like I'm not getting what I'm asking for and people talking about me. In spite of that, my faith is still making progress. So I don't know who this is for, but it's somebody and you're thinking that your faith isn't getting you anywhere because the circumstances hadn't changed. Jesus hadn't healed her daughter yet. And the, yes, the disciples was there talking trash about her and Jesus hadn't told her yes, but he went from ignoring her to now speaking to her. So that must mean we're making some type of progress. That must mean my faith is pulling something out of you. My faith is tugging at this blessing. So I'm making a progress, even though they're talking, I'm making progress, even though it's not healed yet. My daughter's still sick even though the situation hasn't changed you're responding to me now so my faith is tugging at something i'm making some progress so when we continue to read it says but she came and worshiped him pleading again lord help me 
Verse 26, Jesus responded, it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. Is your faith forward enough to change the plan of God? Because yes, God, God's plan will always come to pass. Yes. But can you be so bold in your faith that God begins to reconsider his plan? I wasn't planning to release that blessing to her today, but look where her faith is doing. Because remember, Jesus was going about his business. At this point, in order to be having this much dialogue, what, what he had to do, he had to stop. So her faith, one, got his attention, but now you you considering. Why would you say I can't take the food from them unless you was considering to bless me? My faith is pulling something out of you that you ain't even have planned. God, you wasn't even planning to promote me this year. You was going to promote me next year. But because I've been faithful, because I've been a good steward of what you blessed me with, you just feel like blessing me early. My faith is causing you to move on my behalf because I'm not backing down because I'm in the face of rejection. I'm not backing down because people are talking about me. My faith is actually making progress even when it does doesn't look like it so jesus said to her it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs he was y'all he was comparing her to a dog because he said i'm here for the i'm here for the children of israel i'm here for god's lost sheep i'm not here for you so not only was he ignored her at first then he rejected her now he's comparing her to a dog how is your faith in the presence of rejection will your pride rob you of your promise jesus said it's not fair to take the food from the children and throw it to the dogs. Verse 27 says, she replied, that's true, Lord. But even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath their master's table. Is your faith bold enough to stand and speak hope in the presence of rejection? This is like her third time getting tried. She didn't bow down. Is your faith persistent? How bad do you want the promise of God? Can one no stop you from getting to your yes? Can two no's stop you from getting to your yes? Can the opinion of people who don't even matter stop you from getting to your yes? Can God telling you, oh, you know, this, this wasn't even in my plan. Well, my faith still going to stand. My faith is not going to waver just based on the circumstances. My faith is not going to waver based on what it looks like. She said, I understand that, you know, it's not right to take the food from the children, but can I just get the scraps? If I can't get nothing, if I can't get the whole thing, can I just have the scraps? So her faith, her faith was solid enough to just request the scraps. God, you ain't even got to give me the whole thing. At this point, I just want something. I'm, I'm going to let you know that I'm not leaving without nothing. So can I have the scraps? When you continue, it says, dear woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. Not, not later on, because you know, this, this blessing, this healing seemed like it was kind of delayed because he was ignoring her at first. And then people were talking and then he gave her an excuse. And then he told her that wasn't in his plan. And that's not what he felt like doing today. And he can't take the food. He did all that delaying, but then her daughter was instantly healed. So I went from delayed to instantly. Let me make sure I'm giving y'all all. all all the gym job because I was so excited to share this word. I was so excited. How bad do you want the promise of God? Is your faith bold enough to still speak hope in the face of rejection? In the face of your enemies that's talking about you? Because y'all know how we do. The minute that somebody started talking about us, 
it's like, you know what? I'm not finna be out here looking crazy. God, it's one thing for me to be in my house praying to you and you not making it come to pass. But when you start putting me in front of other people looking crazy, now I got to reconsider this. Now I don't know if I got faith anymore because when it was just me and you, it was okay. When it was just us two and I was kind of taking an L, it was okay. But now that this thing getting public, I don't know if I, I don't know if my faith is strong enough to withstand this. But it said that she kept worshiping. I hope y'all didn't miss that part. It says she came and worshiped him pleading again. That's after he rejected her. That's after the disciples talked about her. She continued to worship him. Because my faith is not based on y'all opinion. So y'all want to know my favorite part about this story? My favorite part. All of that is good. You know, she got scrap, scrap faith. You know, she was standing there. She stayed faithful. She continued in a, in a space of rejection. She still had hope. All of that is great. But y'all want to know my favorite part? The, the scripture ended. Verse 28. Jesus said, dear woman. Your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. That's how the chapter ended. But what, what I got from the ending and what, what the Bible don't have in here was that her faith caused her request to be granted in front of the disciples. Remember those disciples that was there in the beginning that said to, that said to Jesus, send her, tell her go away. She is bothering us with all of her begging. They were there when Jesus um, gave her what she requested. They were there when Jesus healed her daughter. The same ones that was talking about her witnessed her blessing. Because doesn't the word of God say, I will prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. And I mean, I'm not saying that the disciples was the enemy, but you was talking like you won. You're saying I was begging you and I was, I was bothering you, but I was talking to Jesus. I wasn't even doing nothing to you. And Jesus blessed her in front of them. And this is why God tells us, turn the other cheek. This is why God tells us, stay focused on me. She wasn't focused on what they had to say. As Christian babes, y'all, as children of God, we cannot be focused on the outside opinion. You cannot allow what people say about you to cause your faith to waver because that's how you're going miss to miss out on your blessing. Imagine if she would have got discouraged because of what they said about her. They said, and listen, y'all, they said it to Jesus as if she wasn't standing there. Tell her to go away. She is bothering us with all of her begging. Put yourself in her shoes. Imagine standing there talking to somebody and they friends like, can you tell her to leave? She's begging too much. She's annoying. In front of your face. Imagine that. But guess what? Her faith kept her there. I don't care what y'all saying. I don't care what you, I'm begging. Okay, I can be that. I'm bothering y'all. Okay, I can be that because I'm not here to please y'all anyway. I'm here for my blessing. My daughter needs to be healed. My pain outweighs the pride that y'all want me to operate in. You think I'm worried about what you have to say? God, I'm trying to I'm trying to break something, God. I'm trying to get a healing, God. I'm trying to get a blessing. I'm trying to leave behind a legacy, God. I'm trying to build a foundation for my grandkids to live on, God. I'm trying to I'm trying to shift the trajectory of my family, God. I'm trying to create a legacy that outlives me, God. You think I care about what they saying? I'm bothering you. Her faith did not care about being in the face of rejection because she was too focused on the plan. She was too grounded in, God, I know you can do it. I know you can do it in spite of you saying, even, Jesus was like, no, that's not in the plan. I, I can't do it. My faith. If you could just do a little bit for me, my faith. I don't care what they saying. My faith. Her faith got her her request instantly. So I wanted to get on here today for somebody 
that's in the face of opinions, for somebody that feels like they're in the face of rejection, for somebody that feels like even God not responding to you. You you don't even think God hear you anymore. It seems like your prayers are just not being heard. So it feels like God doesn't hear you. It feels like people are talking about you. And it feels like all of the circumstances and the situations is against you because it doesn't look like anything is shifting in your favor. I want you to know that if everything depletes your faith, keep a mustard seed. If you just keep a scrap of faith, if you just stand on that scrap of faith and keep that mustard seed of faith, you can instantly... It says her daughter was instantly healed. She said, Jesus, you don't got to give me the food, just the scraps underneath the table. That's enough for me. From you, that's enough for me. It, just a touch from you, just a word from you, just your presence alone, a little piece of it I know can change my whole life. So if I, if I can't chase after the whole thing, I want you to know that I'll just chase after a scrap. I'll have a scrap of faith because that's how much I believe in you. All right, y'all. So we're going to pray. We're going to pray for the naysayers. We're going to pray for the times where it feels like God doesn't hear your prayers. We're going to pray for when it seems like the circumstances isn't changing, even though you're having faith, even though you're standing on the word of God, even though you're worshiping, even though you're pursuing God, and it still seems like nothing is changing around you. We're going to pray that your faith stands firmly when it seems like you're in the face of rejection. All right, let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for this live. Father God, we want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this platform. Father God, I ask that you allow each and every person on this live to hear, Father God, and receive this word, Father God, to receive this word of hope, Father God, to receive this word of boldness, Father God, that they get the strength and the discipline, Father God, to chase after you in a relentless way, Father God, that they don't allow anything to stop them from getting to their destiny, Father God, that they are not swayed or moved by the opinions of others, Father God, that they do not worry about the outside father god or what it looks like to the uh, to the opinions of others father god or to the eyes of other father god but that they keep their focus on you that they keep their faith grounded in their word in your word father god because we know that your word says that you will make uh prepare a table for us in the presence of our enemies father god so if we just sit father god and then we just rest in your faith we know that you will come through and you will come through not taking your time, Father God, but right on time, Father God. We thank you for who you are, Father God. We love you and we will forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Y'all, I love this word. Like, don't let it block you. Stay focused. Stay focused. That was a distraction. Y'all can't pay attention to naysayers because that will distract you from the promise of God and what God has for you. God has a word for you. God has promise for you. God has prosperity for you. And people are going to talk. They're going to talk. Oh, yes. Because they ain't got nothing else to do. If the disciples would have been handling their business, they wouldn't have been all up in her conversation with Jesus. Y'all all up in our business talking about you getting bothered. Go do something. If y'all was doing what y'all supposed to be doing, I wouldn't be bothering y'all. I'm trying to get my blessing right now. I'm trying to get my word right now. I'm trying to get this, this promise right now. I, I I got something that I'm trying to make come to pass and I can't be distracted by what you're saying. I can't be distracted by how you feel or what you think I should be doing in this season because I'm focused. And if you're not God or you're not my faith, then you really don't matter. And that's the attitude we got to have. That's the attitude we're claiming. That's the attitude we're receiving tonight. If you're on this live tonight, that's your attitude. That's your energy. If it's outside the promise of God, if it's outside the will of God, if it's outside your faith, it does not matter. It does not matter. And it does not deserve a response. Because what did she say to the disciples? Nothing. Nothing. Because y'all going to be right here when I get blessed. 
everybody that raises their tongue against you, everybody that has something to say about you, they will experience how God moves in your life. So you don't have to respond. Just stay focused. All right, y'all. So that's the word for tonight. Scraps of faith. Because sometimes there's so many trials and tribulations and so much stuff that life throws at you that you, it feels like you only have a scrap. Like, God, I just got a little bit, <laughs> a little bit left. Can you do something with this little bit? And he can. He can and he will. All right, y'all. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Face beat, by the way. Thank you, girl. I was recording a YouTube video. Can all 62 of y'all go subscribe to my YouTube? Like, I just hit 600. So can y'all go subscribe so I can hit 662? It's in my bio, The Christian Bay TV. Go subscribe and then go send me DMs of videos that y'all want to see. Go subscribe to my YouTube, please and thank you, and DM me some topics or anything you want to see. I love you guys so much. I'm going to be back on live Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, back with whatever the Lord wants me to talk about. I don't know. Y'all know I don't be knowing the topics in advance, so we're going to see what he want to talk about. I love y'all. Have a good night. Stay focused, y'all. I don't care who's saying what. You so busy, you don't even have time to respond. Love y'all. Thank you for listening to another episode from the Christian Bay Podcast. I pray that this episode bless you. If you would like to sow, the information is in my description box. My PayPal is thechristianbay at gmail.com and my cash app is dollar sign thechristianbay. I pray that this word blessed you and I pray that you have a blessed day. Love you, bays.